Welcome to the Chicken Lady and That Gay Farmer, where two unlikely farmers sit down to kibitz about life, farming, and food in a rural California town. I'm Vanessa Gray. And I'm Cody Nicholson Stratton. Welcome back, guys. Um, this is, I want to keep saying that we've done this a million times. We're finally getting them out there, though. <laughs> Yay! And we're recording it this time. We're doing it. We and... actually have a lot of help from Brian today, which is very nice. Yeah, so we're not going to have to watch the green line. Oh, we don't have to watch the green line. <laughs> dropping in because we lose And it. I know you guys don't even know what we're talking about when we say that. Or maybe you do. Maybe you do. Maybe you've had experiences talking for two hours and thinking it's recording and not. <laughs> just, but you just like to pretend because you like talking into the microphone. Because it's fun. That's fine. Um, well, today let's get down to business a little bit. Um, I want to talk about Cody and I want to talk about uh, Foggy Bottoms, which is his dairy. Um, kind of the transitions that it's gone through. It's, it started by his, what, great-great-grandfather? Yeah, my great-great-grandfather Milton started it. But before we go there. Okay. So last episode we talked about the painting. The pornographic Noah's Ark. The Noah's Ark repopulating the <laughs> yeah, Earth. Yeah, repopulating. We don't have to <laughs> we use know the word how this happened. <laughs> no, because my husband was at work and was listening to the podcast. He's like, apparently, like only halfway listening, and was like, what? "Now they're talking about porn. What's going on in this? <laughs> what kind of podcast is this? <laughs> what is that? What are they doing? We so, all know what happens on farms, people. Yeah, nature. <laughs> nature. That's natural. So, I brought it so that way you can see it. I am yet to see this picture, which those who listened last time knows what's going on know know that there is my great-grandmother had a painting that was the noah's ark with noah and his wife and all the creatures just doing it doing it just shagging and now so, i get to see now it. you can see it so i brought it down Dum, blah, 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 drum wall. oh my god <laughs> oh my god and like it looks very handmade like someone it's from the swedish museum of sex grandma drug this thing back from stockholm oh she did <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> you got chickens and pigs and goats and an elephant elephants elephant. noah is tongue in his lady oh my like they actually have their tongues in each other's mouth it's pretty awkward this is pretty uh what's funny is like from a distance it looks no you, you know, you know. Even from a distance you know what's happening yeah rabbits that's not a big surprise no and a chicken and There's a chicken. chicken so Anyways, I felt like, you know, Yay! we will post a picture with it's this the Arkin. episode. It's the Arkin. Birgit Arkin. What does that say? I, well, I don't know. It's from, it's Swedish. I don't speak I don't, Swedish. I don't either, obviously. So, okay. Yay! So, yeah, we'll post a photo. Yay! <laughs> it's been a minute. I've heard about that and I've wanted to see it for a long time. So, yes, that came from his house that he grew up in farmed in his family is farmed in um i wanted to talk about like i said the transition of you know back then to now to what he hopes in the future uh 32 years and 30 minutes go go okay Bam. where am i starting um i don't know start i with, guess like the with, past? yeah start like when your family moved here okay so my family originally came in like the early, late 1800s so 1860s um, they settled on the island that we still farm. Uh, that was my grandmother's side. Tell uh, me the name of it. Cockrobin Island. Woo! Oh my God! Don't you just want to be a pirate out there? <laughs> yes. A pirate. Oh my God! Oh! Gay pirates. Oh, it just yay! goes there by pirates. Um, <laughs> so, and then in the 1920s is when the Nicholsons started the dairy, um, and so it was my great great grandfather milton started that with like 10 cows and since then our herd has just kind of grown from there and so the farm we're on now he helped his son my great grandfather buy 
and we've had like various iterations where they milked cows in the barn. So that used to be like a 54 cow dairy because that's how many stanchions they had. So it was how many cows you milked. Explain what a stanchion is. It's a like a headlock where they come and eat. And so. But just, like gentle. Gentle. Yes. Yes. Not, <laughs> it's not a aggressive. big burly guy with no, hairy arms. That no, just, no. You got 54 just, burly guys no, standing in their own cows. No, it's just like a nice like they just hold their heads in. And so they can stand there and, and eat, eat while they get milked and yeah and it used to be very hands-on used to be by hand and so we had a little milk house where they'd put it into milk cans and then the creamery would come pick it up so the milk house is still there but it's not used for that any longer it's just storage um all this family they have treasures. lots of storage we have lots of storage and then uh and then it was like milking machines started and so like as the farm has progressed now we milk in a milk barn where we can milk 16 head of cows at a time so it's a double eight herringbone so there's cows there's like a walkway and the cows are all at like chest height and so you can just walk around and put machines on and it's automated and they have automatic takeoffs and so the whole thing is like really changed from that early phase um i went to college in oregon state and because you rebelled because i rebelled (laughs) (laughs) i went my dad was big proponent of cal poly san luis obispo because that's where Everybody goes as Cal Poly. Goes. And I was being a rebel and decided I was going to go to Oregon State. Was not going <laughs> yeah, to. Hippie. I know, hippie. And then I was <laughs> not going to major in dairy science or animal science. So I majored in rangeland ecology and soils. Which ties in now anyway. Which ties in now anyways. Um, yeah, I lived a real wild life. Yeah, I, your rebellion was crazy. Watch out. Oh my God. Played, we got to keep this yeah. G-rated. And then I didn't judge dairy cattle. Instead, I played polo, which my dad. Which I think is really cool. Yeah. I've never met anybody that's played polo. That's pretty cool. I think it's really cool. Horses had a hard time swimming, but. Ah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, um, no, so. <laughs> yeah, those just aren't very fast, very under, the fast water. underwater. They're not. They try. That's a, that would be a big pool. It was a massive pool. <laughs> it was huge. <laughs> it's huge. It was a lake. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so, yeah, so I majored in that and I came, got a job in niche meets and agritourism. And. Then eventually... And you were head of the poultry department. Yeah, I was the head of the poultry division. Um, okay. And so we raised like nine species of poultry. And part of the time was at like a processing plant. And we did everything from like breeding and hatching chickens and ducks and quail and chuckers and pigeons and had rabbits as well. It's like crazy everything. animals everywhere. And all the way from like hatching to egg processing and raising broilers and, you know, all of that. Awesome. Just, yeah, it was all right. Yeah, I, I mean, I can't really, like, I know what I do here, and I could just imagine it on, like, a crazy scale. Yeah, imagine thousands of birds. Yeah. And uh, I left and swore I would never own another chicken. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll own them for you. Yeah, well, then I married Thomas, and he was like, <laughs> I love chickens. I was like, oh, God. Gosh, I hate them. I love it. to eat them. I love to eat them, but I don't want to fucking raise another chicken. So I look at another chicken. I swore we'd never raise meat birds, and we did turkeys one year, and and we've had laying hens ever since. But yeah. Yeah. It's nice to have those eggs. It's Even nice though you're not really getting any. Are you getting any eggs? Finally. Right yeah. Those yeah. goddamn loafers finally started laying. Finally. We've been, been on a three-month hiatus with our birds not laying eggs this winter. Moochers. It's been rough. I've been such moochers. <laughs> moochers. But yeah. Get so, to work. Just get to work. Make me some money. Make me some eggs. Um, but that was kind of how we, you know, I came back to the dairy. And, you know, we had our family business has been dairy for almost a hundred years and um you know it's been as each generation has taken over they've kind of changed things they've progressed but they've really maintained kind of what 
the farm was. And, and you are an only child. And I'm an only child. So it was basically, if you didn't want to take it over. There was no one. Um, then no one And that wasn't that. something that was like, I was pressured into. No, no, no. Um, my family definitely advocates you leaving for a while. They want you to go away. Do Rum something. Rum spring up. Yeah. Rum spring <laughs> We were Amish. Go live. Yeah, that really was. Because <laughs> yeah. that was your rebellion, yeah, was too. Rebellion. Go. Be crazy. Go, be... go to Oregon and learn about dirt. Dirt. And then, <laughs> we're race, and then play polo. And then we raise some chickens. But <laughs> like, hey, you got to come out, though. You might have uh, yeah, had some crazy some times. Crazy times. Yeah, there's some. some fun yeah, times. in rural Oregon. Yeah. <laughs> God, I always picked the worst <laughs> yeah, places like, to live. Dude. Be crazy. Oh, my God. Uh, living in Siskiyou <laughs> County and Klamath Falls. There's nothing. I thought it was beautiful, though. Oh, it's very pretty. If you want to go hiking, that's great. But yeah. if you want to, if you want to be crazy, be sow crazy, some oats. Yes, that's not happening. That's not it. You're like, oh, I'm the one gay person in town. Cool. <laughs> the only one, and they know I am. Yeah. They know it's me. You open Grinder, and it's like a hundred mile radius. It's yeah. like there are three <laughs> other just gays. You, three other gays. <laughs> it's so sad. <laughs> You're like, oh, like, uh, I already met all those. <laughs> yeah, they're all weird. Yeah, I already met those gays. This is not fun. I don't like it. No, but. Yeah, so <laughs> the farm was, you know, it was very, like, it was going. Um, my grandfather, you know, every generation has kind of changed it to be sustainable. And so my dad and grandfather took our dairy organic. Um, it was like 15 years ago. Nice. Um, and then, you know, five years before that or more, they had changed processors. So they'd become Rumiano producers. Um, and Rumiano, than... for anyone who doesn't know, produces cheese. Cheese, butter, and ghee. And butter and yeah. ghee. And I they, buy the butter they, by the case. Oh my god, they're butters. Uh, I can't do it. Like I seriously had to search this stuff down. Like at the we, I cook for the fair and I enter all these things and not because it's all I being sold out from out. coronavirus, but yeah, no, 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 this it is genuinely like last sells year. out. All oh yeah, the that's time. going on right now, by the way, too. Yeah, <laughs> so. everyone's freaking out. Have fun with your toilet paper. <laughs> oh my god. Well, I just ordered two cases of diapers because that's a necessary tiny evil. farmer needs diapers and he does. they are very They're going fast. They're going fast. They're going I was fast. getting worried. Um So yeah. okay, they went to Rumiano. They went to Rumiano and then they went on which made sense. The market was changing. There was an opportunity to make more money being organic compared to conventional. It was very hard to make a living conventional here. Um, the thing about Humboldt County is we're so isolated yeah. that it's really expensive to bring feed into us here. Um, and even though we only buy grain, that's still like our major cost. And so they'd gone organic because they're being paid more for it, for organic milk. And their farming practices already. And you guys met. already had organic pasture. Yeah, like we, yeah, we were already basically organic. We just had to do the paperwork. And yeah. so it didn't make sense not to be organic. It's how we farmed here it's how people in this area farm it's why all but like two dairies as of recently were organic in this county um and so they went organic and you know as a kid i was really into sheep and beef cattle and everything because i was crazy 4-h kid and i'm still a crazy 4-h kid just in a grown-up one now (laughs) and my parents really like my dad really is passionate about beef cattle and so he and my mom started a beef herd, and so they kind of started the trend of diversification. You know, my grandfather took us kind of into the niche markets with the dairy going organic and later becoming certified humane and verified GMO-free and um, certified free range. And then my dad really started the idea of like diversification with the beef cattle. And so when I came back and, you know, farms are difficult now. Yeah. Um, dairy's hard. It's hard to make money. It's hard to make a living. Dairy, you're 
you're a price taker. You're not a price setter. I don't, I don't get to set my you fucking know, price. Because you have that milk every day regardless. Yeah, and I, if someone doesn't want to pay you what you think you need, you still have to get rid of it. You still have to get rid of it. And, you still have to sell that and, milk. And the way it works is like the market is, it's globally impacted. And even though like our creamery is, our processor is really good. Like they, they really do work with their producers and try to, you know, pay us so that we can stay in business. But they also have to stay competitive on the global market. Um, even though they're, you know, they're only processing like 20 dairies worth of milk and that's mostly selling it domestically, but you know, they have to compete with all this other cheese. And so right now, you know, we sell milk for less than it costs to produce it most of the yeah. time. Um, and so it's really hard because you can have like a few really good years in dairy. And then now we've been in three years of like an economic downturn for dairy where we most of the time aren't making enough to cover the cost of production. And so for us, you know, it was that realization, like to be stable, we had to change how we farm. Sure. Um, and three dairies have actually closed this month. Three dairies in our County have <clears throat> shut down this month. Yeah. So it's, you know, and so our choice was, you know, some people choose to get bigger. They milk more cows and they spread out their costs over more animal units, but that also impacts the market because now there's more milk. Yeah. And so we don't have land to milk more cows. We're not really advocates of that system. And so we chose to diversify. And so we've added sheep. Um, and so my husband and I have a flock of Rommeldale sheep, which is a heritage rare breed of sheep. That's a fine wool. They're kind of dual purpose though. And so we'd market climate beneficial wool. We also sell grass fed lamb. So we have it on our website. Um, we sell whole and half lambs. And then this year we're also going to where we'll start shipping or selling locally, um, lamb by the cut so like you can just order lamb chops or a loin or whatever you want to buy maybe a lamb neck because i don't want to get stuck with 20 million lamb what necks. do you do with a lamb neck is it like a nice meaty it's yeah is it tough no you slow cook it you stew yeah, it well, yeah. yeah it's like a crock pot so i don't like lamb well i do it's delicious lots of pe people, lots love, people it. love it no yeah, people but, love it i just um, um i've had it one time i had some lamb chops that were really and they were cold. And yeah, you I cannot cold. do cold lamb. I, I was like, oh, it's cold. It's good. Like, I don't taste all the oh, crazy, yeah. gamey. Well, and you probably didn't have great lamb. You have to have good lamb. It was from New Zealand. Yeah, okay. Yeah, we should. We'll make use. We'll do it again. We'll do it again. We'll, we'll do it again. We'll retry the we'll lamb. We'll retry the lamb with some of our lamb that's yeah. not super lamby. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I know. I would like some lamb that's not. I would like the lamby-less lamb, lamby lamb. Lamby-less lamb. We'll get like some good American lamb. lamb that's not, like, Perfect. really intense. Yeah, uh, no, I don't want intense lamb. No. So we do the lamb, we do the wool, we do, we raise the rabbits, which we've talked about in the past, for fiber, for our yarn line as well. Um, we do pastured poultry. We're partnering with you now. Yep. So that way, we, like through our website, people can access more. So you're raising broiler chickens, and we helped you with your turkeys last year. And so we're kind of trying to like, and as we're doing this, we're also trying to work with other farms in the area so that I don't have to produce everything. Sure, um, like a co-op. Like a co-op, yeah. So we... You know, as we're able to build a market for our products, it's beneficial for us if, you know, I don't have to lamb out 100 use sure. or I don't have to shear, have 100 use sheared, but I can maybe pay a farmer locally a little bit more for their wool or even pay them for their wool that we're going to turn into dryer balls. And so, you know, we're able to make a living and then they're able to kind of gain from it as well and make a living. And so, We've done that. We've added the lotion and soaps are coming online. The, the lotion's fantastic. It is really good. That's it really is good. So good. I haven't tried the goat milk lotion, but the mm -mm. cow's milk lotion. That's on was... hold for the moment. We're really yeah, focusing you're on the cows. On it. Yeah. Um, and we're doing like six 
eight different lotions and a cream. And so we're going to start this month actually processing it because we might have lots of time on our hands. Right? <laughs> um, we well, might not be very busy at well, all. Well, I'll still be busy, but my well, that's really my mom's kind of taking over that. And that's like her thing that's that she's nice. really into. And so her and I are doing it kind of as a project together, but she's also like super into it. So she might not be working very much depending on what's happening with the coronavirus and oh my God. what public services are open and closed and that. So, um, yeah, so we're just kind of like trying to spread it out because sustainability isn't just like taking care of the land. It's staying in business <laughs> and getting paid, and getting paid. You can't, you can't do all these really <laughs> cool environmental practices if you don't make money. Yeah. <laughs> and so you have to make money to pay for them. I always hear people talk about like, oh, we're so sustainable. I was like, mm. You're doing really cool environmental practices, but unless you start making money, you're going to do it for two years and then you're broke. And then you're broke. <laughs> You've got to do something that actually pays you. <laughs> so what, that's, you know, it's been a hundred, almost a hundred years of our farm being in business. We don't want it to, you know, end now, but no. family farms are going out of business. It's hard know, work. Nationwide. It's hard work. Then hug a farmer. Hug a farmer. Think a farmer. Just something. <laughs> High five. Of, wait, it's Corona. It's don't corona. hug a farmer. Get, uh, elbow. Do the, do the live long and prosper yeah, to a farmer. You, <laughs> um, you know, it's, it's hard. Like. It's the hard air work. Hug. The air hug, yeah. It's hard work. You're like, you know, sun up to sun down. You don't get paid well all the time. And so really like for us. Sometimes you don't get paid at all. Sometimes you don't get paid at all. That has happened in the past. It's still high. Because it has now. to go back into your business. Maybe you don't get the paycheck. No, or... and that's the thing. Sometimes you don't get paid. Sometimes, you know, as a farmer, you might, your employees might be making three times as much as you. His milker so... drives a Hummer. No, he didn't. <laughs> he got <crashed> <laughs> yeah. No, he didn't crash it. Some A drunk driver crashed into him oh, as yeah. he was getting to work in the morning. Oh, God, it was awful. Um, not how you want to be woken up in the morning. but It's not like he gets... That's. It was a pretty nice car, though. It was a really nice car. Um, yeah, so it's hard. And, you know, the average age of a farmer is like over 60 and you know yeah you don't see many too many young people no there, to enter there's the, no the there's more workforce. now like you're seeing yeah. more now coming in um i mean i have like the utmost respect for like first generation farmers that oh, get sure. into it and are you know like they're so passionate and they're like going for it and i always just hope that like they're able to carry that through because you know sometimes people come in and it's a lot harder than well they don't imagine. have the kind of back experience to draw from no and uh, you can youtube a lot these days you can youtube a lot <laughs> you can podcast a we, lot we model our whole house almost <laughs> right. with youtube i got off of youtube as well it's how i fix tractors i am <laughs> <Nice>. um, <laughs> not mechanical but yeah it's hard like you know there's a lot that you learn as former generations go and they teach you and having grandpa there is a wealth of knowledge grandpa's awesome grandpa the best <laughs> grandpa is awesome i have no idea where the water lines run on the ranch and i'm so glad he is around to be like he's gonna have to map it out for you oh my god he's gonna have to because he's that's all in his all mind if it's all in oh his my brain god. but you just can't leave him and my husband together no oh my god that that's is bad news bears bad news bears. <laughs> bad news bears they're trying to dump a commercial hot water heater in the back of our little Dodge, Dodge Dakota. Dakota that we used to like as our farm truck. It's tiny. And they're like, it'll fit. It barely like, fits like two sheep back there. Two right? full yeah. sheep. And they're like, they're like, it'll fit back there. It's like, it's not a matter if it'll yeah, fit back there. It's a matter heavy. of how much it weighs. It's heavy. It's heavy. We got this. this is, we're fine. And that what the one day that I saw him, it was actually the first time I met him and I didn't really know who he was. And he was out wiring something next door. I think he was wiring your oh, well or, or something. Or well or something, yeah. <laughs> He's just out 
there working on the wires. I'm like, who is this guy? Who's this guy? Just like doing stuff on the wires out there. I don't think you're supposed to be doing that. That's Grandpa. And he was like, hey, but I saw it. I was like, oh, he knows who, he I, knows am. who I am. Who That's kind of weird. He's awesome. And we, I think we talked for about an hour. Oh yeah, he's he's so happy. Yeah, he's he just, is so happy. He's so happy. He's wonderful. I, I love having him on the farm. No, he's a if happy he was, guy. If he wasn't around, I'd be so lost. <laughs> and what's cool is that now you have Tiny Farmer. And now we have Tiny Farmer, which, yeah. you know, he may be the eighth generation. We'll see if that's what he's into. Like, it's it's his choice. Um, but he already has a cow. He has a cow. He a has sheep. a sheep. He's got some chickens. He's got some chickens. He needs those chickens for 4-H. He has to have them. He's got to he's gotta have them. <laughs> Hopefully they're still alive in four. They'll still be alive in four years. That's well, fine. Their babies will be. You know, their babies. They're, they'll progeny and that, babies. yeah. And his sheep if will... If you can find where they're laying their eggs. I found it. Did you? <laughs> yeah, there's like little shelves up on the haystack. And so they're like flying up and laying them in these like little cubbies on the haystack where it's in the bales. So now I have to like climb up there every couple days and collect <laughs> <Hey>. their eggs. <laughs> but... But at least you know where they are. I know where they are. And now, now you get to eat some delicious eggs. And now we actually have some. No, we can't eat those. We gotta sell them. Oh yeah. Yeah. I <laughs> we, have some eggs for you guys. We only eat the reject eggs. <gasps> Me too. Like the ones that are checked or the ones that look weird. Yeah, look weird or choose the smalls. Yeah. Like, we we don't eat good. We get all the crappy. Yeah, eggs. we don't eat good. Or the eggs. ones that have stains. Yeah. Well, because they're worth too much. Yeah. Farms gonna yeah. make money. I've got to sell those. I know. I was sitting there. I have like a backlog right now, and so I'm gonna offload some to you guys but even now i'm like i can't just eat them no oh my god no. it's sort of like we got this half a beef yesterday that like we picked up from the butcher and i was putting it in the freezer and tom was like looking at he was like we should try that i'm like we, we can't eat that <laughs> you, know, you know what's that cost <laughs> you know what's that cost we gotta sell that new york <laughs> yeah. you can't just eat a go new york go to winco yeah go <laughs> go buy some cheap shit we, we got some beef left over from two years ago that's not usda <laughs> i have some beef left over too from that one that we bought from you oh that's good and so i'm gonna make brian doesn't like he decided he doesn't like the grass-fed beef. some people don't it um it's high in omegas it kind of has a different flavor yeah there's i really like difference. it um, I prefer But he it. will eat it when I turn it into jerky. Well, I mean, who, who doesn't like jerky? <laughs> and you know what I got? I got, um, there's this really cool, it's like a jerky gun and you can turn hamburger into oh. jerky and it just kind of squirts out these little flat strips. So you can make delicious jerky with like the cheapest, the cheapest, the meat cheapest possible. shit. Yeah. It's awesome. Which I had a lot turned into grass, yeah. except for, so that was my thing. I was like, I don't want chuck roasts. And like the bottom round, like I did not want to deal with them because they're not great cuts. They're tough. Most people don't know how to use them. Yeah. So I was like, just, just turn it into ground. I just want it in it. ground. All of it. Like I want the primals. I want some of the roast, like the good roasts. Like I do not want these other things. Just put them into ground. And so we're unloading it and I open up and there's just a box of soup shanks and chucks. Like nice. 50 pounds. We can turn those chucks into jerky if you want. Well, hopefully I can sell them. But Yeah. Well, if you know. can't, then you can sell the jerky. Yeah, I have a nice dehydrator. <laughs> I do, and then well, I, I, I have that cabinet smoker too. We could actually to like, smoke some. We could make it for ourselves because once I open the packaging, then it's not USDA anymore. Oh, lame. I know, but wow, well, that would still be fun project. Still be fun project. I gotta get that smoker going for for now. But but that's what I did with the pig too because um the pig the year before we had however many hams and we don't eat that much ham. <clears throat> I eat no ham. You don't. You used to. <laughs> I used you to. You used to. You've eaten a couple pork shoulders. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so then I had just had it turned into ground. I'm like, I want two hams, and then I want ground. Yeah. Because I love ground pork, because now it's, it's really hard to find ground pork that isn't Italian flavor or breakfast Oh, links. yeah, just plain. I just want plain yeah. pork, and then I'll season it myself. Oh, man. All yeah. The, all, the cho all the wonderful options. Oh, so many options. I know. So, yeah, we've been, like, 
diversifying. diversifying. Yeah. And that's, it's so crazy. I feel like half the time I'm losing my mind. There's just so many things so going many projects. on. And like, like you weren't busy enough to like, begin with. Yeah. And so now like, I mean, a dairy is a full-time thing, but then it's like, we, now we've got the chickens over here and the rabbits that need to be taken care of and the sheep and, and the what, goats and the goats. Oh my <laughs> oh, God. The goats. Glitzy goats. The glitzy goats. <laughs> um, yeah, the goats just add a whole level to it. And then every time I'm like, I've just got one more thing to do. And too many balls in the air. Too many balls in the air sometimes. <laughs> but I, on the other hand, like, if that's what keeps everything going, that's yeah. what keeps everything going. And so, you know, like the family just kind of has to like, we all work together and adapt and change with the keep times. On, keep because on. Keep on, keep on. Because, you know, small farms have to change to, you know. Yeah, it's not, like you don't we have the space to get bigger. You're not going to ever no. be a big farm. No, we, I mean, and you don't need to be. By some people's standards, we're probably big. Sure. You know, we farm like five or 600 acres. Um, and so, but let's, that includes like how many cows? We're milking like a hundred. We have some, I don't know, there's like 80 head of beef cattle. We have, you know, assorted young stock. Um, and then we have like, we grow all our own feeds. So that's one of the things we've done. So it's all your own, like alfalfa. alfalfa and hay. And so we do all that. So we don't have to ship it in because it's very expensive. That gives us the option of in the future being able to sell some if we need to um, or work with someone else to harvest it. We can trade, you know, part of the harvest for them cutting and baling and wrapping. Because, like, you use their equipment. Yeah, or they come and do it. And so then we kind of trade with them. Um, Because that stuff's expensive. It's very expensive. And farm equipment is very expensive to maintain. Yeah, that's big. Yeah, like those round balers balers and and the wrappers and, you know. And the wrappers that ferments. Yeah, so the wrap is, it wraps them and so it ferments it. um, Releasing all the deliciousness. Yeah, and it breaks down some of the cellulose so the cows can digest it better. Um, So it's more readily available nutrition for them. Uh, And so, like, all of that, like, we've added on more of our own feed production, which reduces our input costs, but it also, like, allows us a little more diversity. And, you know, it just takes a little more land, but part of that also is how we manage our land so we can utilize the same ground for pasture as we're using for feed and you know right now there's sheep are clearing land that will be planted um and the goats and the goats and the goats will be clearing it too right a friend now. of mine uh, saw the picture <clears throat> for that podcast and texted me and she said i didn't know goats eyes were so creepy <laughs> oh no he, it, was, it was my buddy joe I don't know. Goats' eyes were so creepy. Goats are real creepy, especially <laughs> yeah. La Mancha's. They got like bug eyes. Oh my eyes. god! And those the, the no ears. The no ears that like really makes those eyes pop. <laughs> That's what like, I said. I'm know. like, look at the little white one in the back. <laughs> they have no ears on purpose. On purpose. <laughs> on purpose. No, no, it's because the more aggressive ones chew them off. Oh, <laughs> that's not true. That's not true. That's what you tell little kids at the fair. Yeah. <laughs> Why it go Don't touch that one. It'll eat your ears off. <laughs> so this friend in that pen's real mean. <laughs> He's super mean. See the blood? <laughs> blood? Look at him. Look at him. It's looking oh, at you. Go to a fair, pet a goat. Oh, but not the mean ones with blood dripping. Yeah. No, please go to a fair. <laughs> Watch out for the earless ones. The earless ones are vicious. <laughs> They're so mean. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So, so that's cool. Hopefully we'll be... I feel like you're going to be fine. I hope, you know, the best we can do is keep farming every Shit. day. All you can do is keep milking. Milking Like you cows, actually have to. You literally have to. You can't stop. No. No matter what happens, the cows have to be milked, so. Delicious cheese. Delicious cheese. Makes me so sad oh, so for good. you. Oh, I know, but yeah, because I'm lactose yeah, intolerant. Yeah, because you're lactose intolerant. <laughs> so, every time I eat cheese, I'm like, ah, oh, poor oh, Cody. Cody. You, can't have you do it anyway sometimes. Oh, God, I go on some real benders. <laughs> yeah, some benders. <laughs> like, there's been I some... know, this is going to hurt me later, <laughs> oh, my but it's God. worth it right now. Oh, but it never So is. what is your favorite kind of cheese? Like, say you know, because you know it's going to mess you up. Oh, I know. So what is like... the kind of cheese that you're like, I'm going to do it anyway? Okay. Um, it's actually, so it is Rumiano cheese. Yeah. It's their new 
soul spice. The soul spice is awesome. Oh my god, it's Korean barbecue flavored cheese, and I will. I know, like I know that I, will, I have some in my fridge. Oh god, don't tell me. I will <laughs> like the GI Let's have an issue. <laughs> no, the GI <laughs> issues, the like rash, the hives. Like I know, like I go full like real bad, bad reaction and i'm like but sometimes i'm just like oh, i'm gonna do it you're like, like i don't got anything going on today. no it's literally there's <laughs> yeah, been sometimes when my husband's like i'm gonna be working late and i'm like it's just gonna be the baby and me the baby will be in bed by like eight o'clock i'm eating some cheese fuck it i'm eating <laughs> the cheese it. like i'm gonna block <laughs> a cheese down. and then it's like the next morning he's like what is wrong with you i'm like i ate cheese the last night the soul spice. <laughs> just like, why do you night. do this you know it's gonna screw you up it's so delicious oh god but yeah it's that so like i um for a while I had like some kind of like nasal things and I was like oh my god I wonder if I'm like lactose intolerant and I got so bummed out I'm like I, I would do it anyway <laughs> oh, no. I would do it anyway I can never give up cheese oh my god yeah I don't drink it's... a whole lot of milk I mean I put you know cream in my coffee but it's the cheese it's the cheese I eat it's cheese so every day good. oh my gosh blue yeah. cheese oh my god <sighs> I'm not a big blue cheese fan, I know but... so people either love it or they hate yeah, it <clears throat> but oh god and that's fine because then more for me oh, that's good you can have it and they also have that um that's like a mango habanero one or something. Oh, the, the Fire Island. Fire Island. I like that one. Yeah, Fire Island Dancer. Yeah, that's yeah. good. That one is pretty good. I, I like know. that one. I um... had to sample the cheeses this year at, at our county fair. And so everyone was like coming up and they had like, I don't know, we had like six different Rumiano cheeses. And so I was like, you know, can I give you the tour of the cheese? And I was like talking them <laughs> the through. The tour of yeah. the cheese and, plant. And so I was like talking <laughs> them through each one. Like, oh, you'll taste this and the mango and then end with a hint of habanero. It's a little smoky. And like everyone's like, oh my God, yeah. And then someone comes up and they're like, that knew me. I'm like, aren't you lactose and tar? I was like, oh, hell yeah. And they're like. I just read the package. No, they're like, how do you know? I'm like, well, the first like 20 people that came through, I asked them what the cheese tasted like. And then I just <laughs> went off of that. Perfect. <laughs> they're just like, you're the worst. That was when, um, when I worked at this pretty nice restaurant and we sold a lot of wine and it would just be like someone would tell me like oh this is the best and it and i'd remember it because i'm like oh, yeah. i can't yeah. afford to spend 50 dollars on a bottle, bottle of wine no no but i want to sell that to the people right so, so i would about... just oh. and it's all in your mind too it's like whatever it's gonna taste like i'm like this is what i think well, it tastes like thing, but like... when you taste it you're gonna taste something completely different totally different so like, it's super easy to bullshit your way oh through yeah it. totally because some people it's would try jammy that's yeah. a nice one it's jammy. jammy yeah some people would try like the habanero one which i to me, it does taste hot. Like it has like this nice mango taste in the yeah. beginning, and then it gets kind of hot. And some people will try it, and they're like, "All I taste is fruit. I don't taste any heat." And then other people like are like me. Like, it's too hot. It's too hot. And I'm it's like, so oh my gosh! Like, what is this? Everyone's different. Yeah. Well, I guess this is the cheese corner it <laughs> with is. Vanessa oh and Cody. I love it. Oh my god! Tell us what your favorite cheese is, Yay! please. You can leave us you some can. messages. I love it. I love the cheese. It just made me, like I said, I'm sad for you sometimes. Yeah. So. You're like, I'm sad for me, too. I'm sad for I me, too. So. I gotta do it. I know. Ugh. All right. So we do have a question this week. Okay. So I think we're good with... I feel my, like we're good. My family. I feel like we the understand. 32 years kind of got done. 32 years plus if you guys have more questions, you can always, you can email, always us. email us. But So we did... People are sending in questions now. Beautiful. You know, I assumed we had two listeners. Um, it turns out we actually have a couple hundred, Yay! which I'm really surprised by. So thank you, <laughs> all us, of you. Just us. We yeah, were the was, only two. Well, I thought our husbands <laughs> yeah. we make them. Oh, four. So, four. So I really appreciate all of you listening. It's yeah, great. Yeah, thank you. Um, and those of you that are sending in questions, it's been kind of fun to see those. So one of the questions we had was for you, for the crazy chicken lady. Oh, I do have a disclaimer, like a little snippet about that. So um, 
people now in town see me and say, crazy chicken lady. (laughs) And it makes me think of like a crazy cat lady. And I just want to say, I don't let them in my house. They're not pooping everywhere. They are in appropriate places outside. Because that's what it brings to my mind. Like just chickens all in my house, shitting all over the place. You did have chicks in your laundry room for a while. I did. <laughs> so I'm going to put that disclaimer that, Yeah, they did. But they weren't shitting everywhere. Just in their little thing. Just in their little thing. Yeah. But just so you know, I don't have chickens in my house in at this time. In the house. Okay. At this time. At this time. At we'll this see moment. how it goes. I'll come turn a rooster loose and Brian will be like, God damn it. Why is there a chicken in the house? Chicken, Vanessa. I knew this was going to happen. And I'll be like, it was only yes. a matter of time. <laughs> like a little tiny bantam with his creepy little Aww. tail. Okay. So the question Aww. was. Okay, what's the question? What breed should they get if they want the dark eggs, dark brown eggs? I will tell you all that I do not claim to be an expert, but um, the breeds that I have... um, Oh, and I thought a couple ones that we didn't talk about last time. Okay, but let me get to the question first. So I have uh, the French Copper Morans, or any kind of Morans. There's Cuckoo Morans. There's all different. There's all kinds of like a Wheaton Moran. There's lots of different um, flavors, so to speak. They have a nice reddish brown egg and... um, Sometimes they're speckly and really pretty. Okay. There is, I have Welsomers as well that lay a dark egg. And I just got with my chick order some Pendant Sankas. And they're supposed to lay the darkest egg, but I don't know that it's true because they're babies. They're babies. So we haven't seen those yet. So I would say Moran's, Welsomer, or Pendant Sanka. Okay. Nice. Cool. Awesome. I do. I have blue, wait, red lace blue wine dot. Blue lace blue red lace, wine dot. red wine dot. Yeah. Whatever that one's called. That one. uh, Cinnamon Queens and Ostra Whites. So that was the three that I forgot from last time. And you have two Langtions. And the Langtions, yeah. The ones that you gave me. <laughs> so. Yay! Yeah. More, <laughs> chickens. more chickens! All right. What is your happy ending of the week? My happy ending of the week, um, I'm going to say that I started my peppers. Oh, okay. I nice. ordered some peppers uh, earlier in the season from Australia. Mm-hmm. Before the wildfires. Before they had to save them all. I feel like I might have the last ones in existence. They, they put them on the little koalas and they're just Yay! like packing them out. in their <laughs> little, back, little koala backpacks. <laughs> Be free koalas. I hope it's not the last one. I hope they're all doing well. It's called the Hippie Seed Company. Dirty hippies. I don't know that they're dirty, <laughs> but they, it's kind of in the name. The dirt. They, yeah, they grow. They grow yeah, stuff. They grow grow some. some peppers. Right. <laughs> I hope it's not the last uh, seeds because I have a coupon. Okay, so you need more. But I'm excited uh, because I can be making... My own sriracha, my own gochugang, which is a Korean. Okay, I, was saying, I have no idea what that is. I probably butchered the pronunciation <laughs> of that. Gochugaru, I make a lot of kimchi, so I'm excited about making hot sauce, and my I have my pepper seeds going, and I'm excited. Nice. So that's my happy thought. That's your happy thought. How yes. about you? My happy thought is I did get a little break away from the farm. I went, what? what? How did that happen? What? Literally, it was, I left and went to San Francisco with Patch, who lives across the street from us. Which um, I didn't know. Which you did not know. Vanessa was very surprised. I was clueless, obviously. <laughs> like, doesn't he just live at your house? <laughs> like, like, he's there all the time. So, he doesn't want to go to Arcata. He just yeah, stays at your, your guys' house all like, the time. No, no, no. He lives across the street <laughs> yeah. from us. I, I know that now. Um, so we went down there for The Cursed Child. Harry Potter and the Cursed Child. The play. Awesome. Which was pretty cool. Where did you see it at? The Corinne Theater? Oh, I don't know. Where I don't it know. Is. It was really good, though. Oh, cool. So, see it. Uh, but that's not my happy thing. I mean, it was cool. <laughs> it was fine. It was, it was wonderful. Thank you, Patch, for taking me. But the best part was that between the shows, we went like walking around and we were looking for food and we saw this like deli slash bakery that had cakes in the window and we're like, I love, I a, love cake. a cake. Let's go in there. <laughs> I love a cake. So we walk in and it's like old style deli set up in there and we sit down and I look up on the like display in the middle and it says, 
Ruben Locks or Ruben Lockes and Locks Lockes. And I was just like, what what the fuck is this? You're speaking my language. Speaking my language. I know what this is. And then I like looked down and the whole menu is kosher. And I was like, we just wandered into a fucking Jewish deli. Like I was so <laughs> stoked. And so I was like, I want the locks on the latkes. And I was like freaking out. And Patrick was just like, you're crazy. You're crazy. So explain what a latke is for so people that don't. So a latke is like, um, it's like a potato pancake. Um, but it's basically potatoes and onion and you shred it. But more like a hash brown. But more like a hash brown, but in like a pancake form. And it's got eggs and some flour in it. And then you fry it in oil. Or ghee. Or ghee. The ghee is delicious. The oil is traditional, especially for Hanukkah. It's yeah. a food you usually eat at Hanukkah. But, and then, or at our house, all, all year round. Because Thomas loves it. He's in it. He's into Judaism for the latkes. <laughs> he's converted for he's the latkes. Lot, he doesn't even convert it. He's just there for the latkes. <laughs> he's just there. Like, that's what I want. So, I'll wear the hat. I'll wear it's the fine. hat. Just put the little hat on me. And then we, like... So that's what a lock is. It's just like a fried potato pancake, basically. And they're so good. They are delicious. Oh, my God. We had them at your house, and I had them with applesauce. Yeah. Which so, I didn't think. I was like, I never think to put no. applesauce on my potatoes. No. Traditionally, you eat them with, like, applesauce or sour cream. It was good Last year. Or the, pastrami. Yeah. Pastrami and, like, a Swedish mustard. Mm. Honey mustard is so good. I was telling one of the rabbis at our shul, like, how we eat them i'm like hey you just like pile locks on it with goat cheese or like do a pastrami with like some sauerkraut and i was like explain it he's just like the look he gave me was like i was an abomination <laughs> like, he's just like why would you do who that who are you <laughs> like, what are you oh doing to our tradition? i know he's like just what's wrong with applesauce i was like well i could not with all this cool stuff yeah, like, or i could branch <laughs> have, out a little have bit you ever had like some chef and some lock capers like yeah. it's real yeah. good get out of your box get there. out of your box so get out of there yeah so um, nice. I will say, since you said potato pancakes, um, I'm going to ask you guys out there in listening land. My grandma used to make potato pancakes with leftover mashed potatoes. Okay. And it would be this crispy on the outside, straight up soft mashed potatoes on the inside. Oh. And I've tried to make it so many times and it always sticks to the pan. I can never get it right. So if anybody knows what I'm doing wrong or has ever made these please please let me know because it's so good it sounds delicious you can put cheese in it you can do all this crazy stuff but just like like crispy like mashed potato oh it was so good for some reason my mind on with maple syrup on it sounds oh man i would do that yeah that sounds good all right so help us out help us out well thank you for listening we will ask you to please rate and review this podcast that does help us and it's also been pretty exciting to read the reviews on apple podcast because that's the platform i use um some of them have been real creative. So we were compared to a unicorn, which made me pretty Yay! excited. So please love a rate and review us. It'll help other people find us and push us up in the ratings. We are also always open if someone would like to advertise with it. I might even accept Raytheon. I mean, some missile guidance systems, whatever. Hey! I'll sell that soul for some money. <laughs> that sounded really gay. <laughs> <laughs> sounded real gay. Thomas is going to point that out because I, like, hey. I shit on him the other day during our <laughs> weekly update. Which, speaking of our weekly update, you can catch me at Foggy Bottoms Boys on both Instagram and Facebook. You can also send me an email at info at Foggy Bottoms Boys. You cannot catch Vanessa yet. But um, I am going to do it. She is going to have an email soon. That I am legitimately a chicken farmer in the state of California. Yes, she is a licensed Jamma chicken farmer. Jamma Bottoms Farm. And she will have a website I'm going to do a website. Soon. I'm going to yes. do it. Well, you can, Brian's going to do it. Brian's going to do it, yeah. But that's sort of like But I'm going to put some pictures on it. Yes, so there Woo! we go. Um, you can check out our website at bottomsboys.com. And 
as of this week, we do have a Facebook for the podcast. So Yay! you can check out The Chicken Lady and That Gay Farmer on Facebook. So go ahead cool. and like that. Follow us there. And until next time, shalom, shalom. Bye.